Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone and welcome to the Phidias Club. This is a somewhat a little bit special episode. It's episode 82 uh, coming in only less than a week after we recorded the previous one. Uh, it's called Emergency Conservative Views. And uh, I'm not going to say much more. I'll just jump into it. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Phileas Club. My name is still Patrick Beja, and this is, I think, the shortest amount of time we've had between two episodes. Um, we recorded an episode only last Saturday, a few days ago, and um, I, I felt, I felt it was a fair view on everything. But since we recorded on on. Um, Saturday morning, my time. And since then, a lot of things have happened, or at least a lot of opinions have been expressed, uh, especially regarding the um, uh, executive order about travel ban, what's being referred to as the Muslim ban, which we'll discuss in a little bit. But the reason I wanted to do another episode was, first of all, to discuss all of these things. And the other thing is basically... Uh, <laughs> all right, because I want to yell at my conservative friends. That's why. That's the reason. <laughs> um, so Did quite a good job last show. So. Yeah. Well, we didn't. You know. I, okay. I thought we did an okay job, but um, I, I did send an email to Tony, who's there, and uh, who. Uh, has been on the conservative Christian special episode we did a few months back. And before he he could read it, he went to Twitter and said, wow, that episode was uh, one-sided. So I think our minds crossed somehow um, because let's do the introductions first and then we'll discuss all of this. Uh, so you heard the lovely voice of Brian. I'm going to introduce Tony first because he uh, sent me an email, uh, uh, a tweet so he gets first uh, introduction tony how are you doing first of all i'm doing very well thank you so you were on the conservative special uh conservative uh christian episode special we did a while back um and of course in this episode we're going to be discussing mostly the reaction to trump's first week or two i guess and uh the this okay you don't have to say, you know, what you did for the election. I don't for Brian either. But to set the stage, you're a conservative Christian uh, uh, American, and you are. Uh, uh, you were telling me in that episode that you were a tiny bit hesitant, but ultimately you are going probably going to vote for Trump because of the uh, pro-life stance, which is really important to you. Is that? Correct? Is that a fair way of characterizing your 
you know, your political, moral stance, whatever? Yeah, that that's absolutely correct. Um, and I'm not worried about saying it. I've been quite vocal with other people on Twitter, which is a public forum. Um, Trump wasn't my first choice in the uh, primaries, but once he made it through, he was the person that I uh, stuck with. And like you said, primarily because of the uh, pro-life issue. Okay. Um, and on the other hand, we have Brian, who is a uh, lifelong conservative. I guess I can say lifelong Republican, Brian? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and and you're, at, at least in my mind, you're the stereotypical Republican. Basically, you're, you're, you're in the military, you have like a Uh, concealed carry permit you you have a, a gun on you a law enforcement background right yeah. all of that <laughs> <laughs> so um and you were telling me uh that you weren't super happy with trump but you also couldn't bring yourself to vote for clinton for a number of reasons which go beyond the email controversy which you know factored right. in but not just that right right Yeah, I have voted none of these candidates. It was like a none of the above. That's why I voted. I, I just uh, I didn't care for Trump, but there was just no way I was going to vote for Hillary. Just no way. All right. Um, so the stage is set. And before I start asking many questions and uh, maybe. So let me say this, this first, because before I, I give you uh, the mics, um, I, I might be a little bit more. Uh, uh, ranty on this episode. And I think my job on this show is always to try and provide context and balance and uh, create really a safe space for people to express themselves and uh, to, to discuss how they view things. That's really the idea. Um, and often we, we do have more uh, uh, left-wing leaning people on the show so i try to be to to be extra careful about not uh letting my personal feelings guide the show too much even though i do express them i don't make any secrets about that but on this show i feel like i'm in the minority so while i still want this to be an incredibly cordial and open and and friendly conversation i might be a little bit more uh forceful in my opinion so with that out of the way i'm going to ask each of you guys to uh, uh just you know give you a few minutes to discuss completely openly what you think and my question is what do you think about the first two weeks of the trump uh presidency and how do you view his you know the different things that have happened uh, uh and and his personality the way he's conducted his conducted himself uh the policies All of that. And maybe we can start with Tony. Yeah, let's do that. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Uh, the first couple weeks, it's been rocky. <laughs> um, so his personality is one of the things that absolutely turned me off on him from the very beginning. I just don't really like his demeanor. Uh, I can be the first to admit that I don't think he has the most presidential personality if we're talking about understatements um but i agree for the most part with the idea of what he's trying to do um i think his implementation of what he has tried to do has been poor 
and that needs to improve. But the idea of what he's getting at with, for instance, the travel ban, uh, I agree with. I don't agree with a permanent ban on I don't agree with a temporary ban on Muslims. I don't agree with the permanent ban on people from the countries that he's chosen. I do agree with the idea of increasing our procedures for vetting to make sure of who is coming in. Uh, So obviously that got botched, but uh, I think the idea is there. And I think that I agree with the concept. Okay, and that that's fair. I, yeah, enough. go ahead. No, no, go, keep keep going, keep going. Uh, I think well, that- uh, we're going to discuss. We're going to discuss. Uh, I think the three things I selected. There might be more. Are the wall, the ban, and then the relationship to the press, which have been uh, controversial as well. But uh, keep going, and then we'll we'll discuss. I think those specifically because there are a lot of questions that people like me have for uh, guys like you. Sure, then I won't really uh, go into the wall yet. I'll wait until we get to that discussion. Um, But one thing that I'm seeing, and maybe I'm looking at it through rose-colored glasses or the opposite, I suppose. Um, But I remember when Obama came into the office, and I remember there were people that were very unhappy. Um, But I feel like the backlash against Trump, and maybe rightfully so because he's doing things way differently than people are used to, or the things that he's doing or people agree disagree with much more vehemently than the conservatives disagreed with Obama. I don't know if that's the case, but it could be. Um, but there's more, it seems like, and I've a lot of people say it doesn't really you, know, you talk about facts don't matter. But in a lot of cases, it's how things seem to people that is really important. Now, I do agree facts matter, but there is the perception that makes people feel a certain way. And I feel and there are examples of people who have been more centered in the past and they're speaking out more now uh, in a way that is just it's bombarding on Twitter. And of course, that's the medium for a lot of the people that are listening to this mm. podcast. And of course, it is for me as well. Um, but I just feel like, what's the point? You know, you you make yourself heard with the first criticism. Then you're just piling on with the next three tweets that say the same thing. So but don't you- I, I'm kind of go ahead. Don't you think, though, that you know, the fact that some people might have been more neutral or centered in the past, the fact that they feel the need to express uh, uh, that forceful, that strong, uh, I'm guessing in this case it's outrage, doesn't that make you think that maybe there's a reason for the outrage? Or do you just, you know, think, oh, it was the same with Obama, whatever? No, I, I definitely think there's a reason. I don't think they're just doing the same old stuff. I just, like I said, the first time you say it, okay, you said it. The second time, why? The third time, you're you're just getting ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the same stuff over and over from the same people. And it, to me, it's just, 
what's the point? What are you trying to accomplish? And that's how I felt about, mm. since you didn't say you were going to talk about this point, I'll bring it up. And that's how I felt about the, the women's march. What are you trying to accomplish? I know that it was said that it wasn't an abortion, a pro, uh, pro-choice march. Um, but at the same time, and this could be fake news, I'll do air quotes around fake news, but this is what I'm, I'm, I understand to be true. They wouldn't allow pro-life groups to sponsor it. They would allow them to walk, but they wouldn't allow them to sponsor it. So uh, that that's an issue. But well, know, a lot I of mean, the discussion yeah. was around, uh, you know, women being, what's the word, uh, just... Now I've completely blanked on the word that I was looking for, but when the rights, equal rights, so they're walking for that, but they have, I mean, the things that they're fighting against are illegal for the most part. Uh, equal pay. If you, you know, if, if there's proof that there's unequal pay, that's illegal. So you're fighting for it to be more illegal or is, I mean, is to me, it was what are you trying to accomplish? It seemed like they were just trying to say, we don't like what happened and that's okay. But that was a lot of, a lot of, we uh, don't I, like I what happened. A lot of, we don't like what happened. And a lot of the way they did it was, in my opinion was just inappropriate. You know, the, the cussing oh, and the, the hats, I'm sorry, the hats were stupid and inappropriate. What? Why were the hats... Wait, that, that is the first point where I'm going to say, why was it inappropriate? It was people marching... Or maybe there's something I didn't understand about the hats. It was just hats be, that they knit themselves and they were wearing them. How... Did I miss something? The, the vagina hats? Oh, are they supposed to be vaginas? I didn't even realize this. Yeah, <laughs> to me, that, that, okay. what, What's that again? Yeah, that's what they call them. It, you know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that, kind of that's inappropriate to me. I mean, I'm maybe I'm a old man in a <laughs> middle aged man's body, but that's inappropriate to me. I, I and there were kids all around, and the the vulgar language to me. I mean, that's not a public place kind of thing to do. Okay, so. that feels a little bit. I understand everything you've said before. I, that feels a little bit super prudish to me. Um, the fact that they they're calling the things it's not like they had giant you know uh, uh pictures of vaginas or or you know naked people in the thing it was respectfully done it was uh, uh very peaceful they there was no violence during those protests it's surprisingly it, peaceful yeah <laughs> surprisingly i thought but okay all right Tony that's that's the way uh, uh you perceived it and um on that on the protests I think it's a little bit uncalled for like what are you trying to accomplish I think in the in the case of a uh, uh, a general I think it's important to let people know that you it's the right to protest to protest you know they're not they're saying we don't like the way this is heading and it in reference to what you were saying on Twitter the If people keep repeating it, I understand that actually I tweeted something about this myself. I said, you know, yelling on Twitter is going to accomplish nothing. You should probably call your representative or write a letter or something like that. That might do a lot more. Um, but the frustration, Twitter 
allows you to vent a little bit of frustration and it also snowballs a little bit. So I understand what you're what you're saying in that um in that area, but I also understand when you feel attacked, like your your integrity is attacked with was by what's happening, it it doesn't feel like enough that you tweet it once and then you see something again. The the frustration doesn't go down because you tweeted it once. It's not like, oh, I tweeted it once and now it's fine. In some cases it might be, but there are a lot of cases where the issue is so big that you feel you need to <laughs> yell into the void more. But uh, all right, uh, l- let's move on to Brian. How do you feel all of this has been uh, unfolding? What do you think about all of it? It's been very interesting. Uh, it, it, this is really kind of a uh, new thing, how he's approached things. I mean, there's always these this good and bad with him. I think the most interesting... Um, quote or little article I read was uh, this week within the last week was with uh, about Robert Gates in the Washington Times and he said uh, he goes dealing with Trump is like you're, you're it's like you're in parallel worlds because you see the the one guy in the public is completely different from the guy that you talk to in private the guy in private is a thoughtful considerate person and that does not come over in the public persona of Trump. You know, it's... Well, it's it's just, not just that it doesn't come over. He downright <laughs> seems like a, a lunatic. I mean, the constant arguing about the illegal... Okay, let's not... Sorry, well, keep like going, the, Brian. Like, let, we can go off, like, let, we, let's, let, let's take for, you know, the inauguration, the, the crowd size. You know, it was, it was just kind of like what you were saying in the, the last show... What does it matter? What did the crowds? I mean, I, you know, I, that was like the kind of like the personality quirk he has. He, man, he just couldn't let that go, you know. Just but it's not just know. a personality quirk. It's like, oh, it's endearing. He like, you know, uh, can't stop himself well, from smiling when like. No, no, but I mean, it's it's it not is, like or... just a personality quirk. It's, I mean, the way I look at it, I see it as a character flaw. When you can't let something like this yeah. go, don't you see it as a like serious character flaw? Yeah, I see it as a flaw. I mean, I maybe quirk was the wrong word, but mm. yeah, I mean that's I just find that's like part of the you know that's the interesting part. It's like, man, you just you know, it's like that's you know that it, it just he wasn't can't pick up his head up from the ground. He, he can't like look a little more forward. Uh, you know, I, like I said, the the and then he got into it, and then the press picks up on it, and it just all kind of like you know coalesces into something bigger than it really ever should have you know and you know like you had the the new uh press secretary come out you know on the weekend the first press conference was just all about the crowd size and right he wasn't right (laughs) you know (laughs) so you you actually you mentioned uh i think on on a show we did uh when we were talking about the wall and i can we can have the conversation about the wall afterwards but you you i think you said i didn't go back and listen to it but i think you said something along the lines of well everyone knows he's not going to build a wall because it's ridiculous and it wouldn't do anything and so we all know he's not going to do it turns out you know he's at least actually seriously trying to do it well, he's what saying how it, do you but it yeah. doesn't make 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 it doesn't make it that it's going to happen or, or, or happen the way like people literally will happen like there'll be an actual like wall of like concrete and stuff i don't uh that's i don't see that happening i just 
but I the mean, fact that the, the I, fact I, that I you thought it like. was <laughs> the fact that you thought it was so outrageous and ridiculous that no one would seriously entertain the idea and that now he is he is you know I, attempting to do it doesn't that make you think well wait a second what is what is he doing here what is this dude trying to well it's just that it's just so much like he says a wall like i mean that that's the whole thing and he coalesces his idea into like the wall or a wall and it, it's not it, it it's such a more nuanced thing about what he's talking about because there's a good fence there's you can have better fencing in areas and uh you know you can do that like they did gatekeeper in the san diego area where i was at and it works it's it, it does a good job. It's not perfect, but and it, but if you wanted to replicate that, uh, even just doing that fence all along, you you couldn't do that. I mean, but he's still it, trying to do it, Brian. That's the the or at least that's the way I'm. Well, that's looking what he's saying. It. But but he's the president know, now. He's the president, when, and he's still <laughs> saying things that are either undoable or ridiculously or, expensive and inefficient and bad. What or he's or how he, does that not alarm you more? As is my. Well, I'm just you know. saying that what I think he'll what he's he'll be he'll pivot. You know he'll say, well, that, this is what I meant. You know when I I, I talked about that. You know if he'll if they make more fencing or whatever, uh, they're hiring more agents. You know they've said they're going to hire five thousand more uh, border patrol agents, and uh, you know but like I said, it's hard to. I mean, there's no plan for a wall. I mean, there, there's no, like, this is what we're going to do. He's just keep saying, they just keep kind of bringing up saying the wall or a wall. And it's like, well, you know, they've never, he's never really uh, distilled it into an actual plan, you know. Okay. So still, I, I, I you know, might start repeating myself, but he's the president. And I guess it doesn't matter whether or not they're going to build the wall. Doesn't that concern you as a conservative and an American citizen that you now have a president that is, forget about flip-flopping, you don't, you still don't know what's going to happen. You know, at some point we were like, oh, but he's not going to do that. Oh, but he's not going to do this. Oh, but, you know, he's not like that. Oh, but when he'll be president... He is now president. He's still doing the same things. Are you not concerned about this man running your country? I guess, as, you know, as a conservative, as a responsible American. It seems like yeah, you're so telling me, yeah, whatever. He, will, he won't really I'm build not, a no, wall. I, don't, like, I think that's a, no, I think you're, no, I don't think that's right. Yeah, okay. I'm still concerned. Well, I mean, that, that's what I mean. It's, it's just, well, what is it going to be? You know, I guess, but I don't know. I mean, do you know? I mean, I don't know. What and that's really the concern. <laughs> and that's the concern. I guess my, my point is, maybe I should ask the question differently. Are you worried? I, I want to know what the plan is, but there's, but there's no plan. He talks about it, but there's no plan. Like I said, there's no actual and thing. Isn't this that is what we're going to do. Isn't that the source of worry for you? That you do, yeah, you that's can't... what I want to know. I want to know why. Like I said, I, I, like, like with the, the Muslim ban, I mean... It, you know, or the supposed Muslim, and I wouldn't call it quite like that, but um, well, it was so, so poorly done. And, and I don't really see the, the actual, I mean, I understand why he wants to do something like that, but it, it, it's, I, you know, I take it after the wall street journal. It's like using a blunder buzz. You, you don't really need to, I mean, it's just too broad. 
Mm. You know, uh, we we can discriminate those countries that that were listed. We can discriminate. You know, who comes in and comes out. It, he has that power already. He doesn't need to have an executive order for it. You know, that's what I just don't get, you know, but it was so poorly done, you know, last second, all this stuff. And it, it really didn't, you know, really doesn't instill a lot of confidence in you know, on him, how he's going to do anything else. Okay. Um, let me ask the same question to Tony there, because I think I've, the way I'm formulating it is distilled to the most, uh, uh, you know, the simplest form. Um, I guess, Brian, you didn't quite say specifically yes i'm worried about this man um you you i i feel at least you sort of danced around it but maybe i'm reserved i'm okay. reserved yeah. you know I, i'm not willing to go one way or the other i mean just what are we i want to know like what are we talking about you know what is but at what, what point it, if you know, we don't know what we're talking about for the next year or two at one point at what point do you start saying all right this is worrisome to me what does what has right. to happen well, For you to, well, I mean, to the start thing too is that we're only two weeks into it, and already he's to, jumbling yeah. everything. Already yeah, he's achieved That's nothing. I mean. He's done like nothing that. properly, <laughs> nothing right. Oh wait, wait, wait a minute. Okay, please. He, I wouldn't say he's done nothing right. Thank you. He has messed Go up ahead. the the travel ban. Yes, but that doesn't mean he's done nothing right. And to answer your question, I am. I won't say. I won't go to a worried level. I will go with concerned. Um, but he hasn't even got all of his appointees appointed yet. Uh, like Brian said, it's two weeks in. I'm willing to give. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter if I'm willing to give. Uh, he, We elected him. I elected him. I'm actually encouraged by some of the stuff he's done uh, for the reasons that I elected him. But I am concerned about um His implementation of orders. So I would like to see that get shored up. But I wouldn't say that he's done nothing right. Uh, I love the fact that, and it encourages me because of why I voted for him, that he signed the executive order that defunded international abortions. Uh, and I, I don't know if you saw what I saw, but good grief. The conservatives were practically dancing in the streets because they thought that he was defunding United American abortions <laughs> because the news was all out of whack. And that's still a thing. And but, uh, you know, that's encouraging to me that it's going in the right direction. Now, maybe he did it because of business reasons, because he's a businessman and he doesn't want to see the money go to that. But that was encouraging. Okay, fair enough. Um so you're still you you will be cons you will be worried that, like how long are you giving him six months a year i don't know well i i guess I don't think my, fr from my point of view you know already the issues with the way he's handled himself the way he still tweets the the the, the obsession with illegal voters which come on And and the the crowd size and all of this, it's maybe it's because of my uh, uh, my political opinions. But already I'm like, I, this is hard to see as anything other than worrisome. But what would need to happen for you guys to think, you know, to to 
I, I don't know how to express this exactly, but we keep saying about him, oh, it will be fine, and it's not. And then we're like, oh, it will be fine, and it's not. And you're, you know, it's still, he keeps doing the same things that we thought he would stop doing. So what needs to happen for you guys to think, yes, he's going too far? I don't understand what think, more he can do. Yeah, Brian. I think the, I, I think the whole thing about he's not going to... I I kind of stopped thinking about thinking that you know after after basically like the last show I was on I think it was in September mm. and it's like wow you just can't uh, you know this guy is uh, you know he 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 just keeps going you know it's just really incredible I mean uh, let let and you got to admit I mean even he was surprised he won I didn't think up up until the day before the election I didn't think he was going to win I thought he was yeah, going to be a lot no closer than people thought. Yeah. But I didn't think he was going to win, you know, so it's hard to, uh, you know, I just think I do think that some of the reactions, especially like I said, on, like on Twitter was and especially with like a lot of uh, like a lot of celebrities. I mean, they are all about uh, I mean, they're saying uh, he's going to it's going to nuke the country. He's going to start a nuclear war. He's, uh, you know, he's going to get the military out. He's going to start taking over the country, shooting people. And it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, it's like. So I think I think it's fair to address this question and the worries about if we want to put them in a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, uh, contextualized place. This idea mm-hmm. that there is a an authoritarian, autocratic uh, 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 process. And. A lot of that includes, you know, there are things like uh, discrediting uh, intellectuals and discrediting the press and uh, governing by executive orders. And, you know, it's not like autocracies happen in two weeks. And I, I'm not, as I said in the previous episode, I don't think he's Hitler. I don't think he's going to go that way. And certainly the American political system has a lot more uh, integrity and checks and balances than, you know, Germany in the 30s or other countries. But, and I'm trying to be as objective as possible here. Let's talk about the press thing. The denying of... Reality and the obsession with the self aggrandizing and and the dismissing of intellectuals and scientific fact doesn't that don't you understand why people's mind go whoa okay wait a second maybe we need to be a little bit careful about what happens next now um, sure Brian then then I'll ask Tony. Yeah, sure. I, I under, yeah, I understand. I mean, I want to. It's uh, it's worrisome, but I mean, it it just seems like it's like what he's been doing all along. Um, and that's the worry. That's the he's been doing thing. it all along. This guy, you got to know that this guy, he is he's different from any other person we've elected president. I mean, not by a little, but by a lot. It it appears he is so. And and think about it. He's been in the media for how long? I I, I mean. He's been in the media for decades. You know, I was a young guy when uh, Trump <laughs> kind of first hit the airwaves and all so that So it's stuff. been a really long time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's been a really <laughs> long time. Yeah. And uh, he is just, but, I mean, and- it is incredible how media savvy he is. 
and that you know he's got all these years being in the media, being in the tabloids, and it's just and the way he uses Twitter, it I find it very interesting. I mean, I think it's you, you got to be you got to be a little impressed with how he runs it, and whether you like it or not, um, you got to be impressed that you know he's so savvy about it. I mean, but I'm not Brian, saying he's like I, a mastermind, but it is interesting. You I know. I hate to go there, but I'm going to because, again, I'm the one, uh, uh, you know, liberal here. Um, sure, sure. So was Hitler. And I hate <laughs> to say, I hate to, to get Godwin point-ish, but there is one setting which where it's fair to talk about totalitarianism and, and Nazis and, and fascism, and that's when you have... A, political climate that is favorable to uh, nationalism and xenophobia. And I think even if you don't think this is, he is at his core a racist, there is a xenophobia vibe, which is now difficult to dispute. Uh, you can argue on the, um, on the, the extent of it, but it's kind of there. And I don't understand how you can uh, not defend him, but explain a way concerns like, well, it's taking a, bite, a, a, a bad direction by saying, yeah, but he's different. Yes, he is. And that's the worry. He's different bad. Sometimes there's different good. Sometimes there's different different. But sometimes there's different bad. And suppressing true, you know, not even truth, because that I, some people might say it's subjective, but suppressing facts and obsessive, obsessing over self-aggrandizing things when you're the president of the U.S., I don't think it's different good. I don't think it's different different. I think it's different bad. And so the fact that you're saying, yeah, but he's different, he's media savvy, and yeah, that's the worry. Yes. Well, I know. I know. He, that, like I said, I think the different bad on, you know, like I said, the I didn't, I didn't like, like I said, with the crowd size, I didn't like that. I, I didn't understand it. You know, I'm like... I didn't think it was uh, good, you know, but I, I just think it's it's hard to pin this guy down. And I'm, I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying it's good or different good uh, or neutral, but, I mean, it definitely has a negative. Like I said, uh, you know, that, the whole the inauguration day, uh, the the travel ban, I don't see those as being good. Um, it's just that, like I said, but it's just that I think when I, when I read media, when I read, like, media reports and, uh, I think in some ways, and you know, I don't like him singling out CNN. I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, but there was a, you know, he, he's just, that's kind of how he operates. You know, you, you can't, <laughs> that seems to be like the thing in the front that he wants you to see, you know, and then there's these other things in the background, you know, uh, and, and he, he's, he has a lot of, what... of stuff going on at one time. I none of what you're how saying, he how he operates, none of what you're saying is making is reassuring me. You're basically saying, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm telling you, well, this is taking a direction that is concerning because of these and these and these reasons that, you know, show that uh, uh, autocratic regimes and and uh, and totalitarianism works a certain way. And we're seeing the early steps of that. And certainly, oh, you know, I, I, don't, I, think, I don't agree with I don't agree with the, the Hitler compare. I don't I'm not. I don't I, see that I'm at not, all. I mean, I, I'm I can't, not saying you know. he's going to become Hitler. What I'm saying is he has the some of the characteristics of his administration are have similarities 
with it's not even close it's it's okay. not even close when when you look at the context of what was going on like the 20s and 30s in Europe and Germany and with Hitler the context of what those times and the context of what the political thought that was going on in the world at that time considering the considering the war that just ended is it doesn't even it's not being replicated. It's not even close. We're not even close do, to that. I don't know, understand why mm. people love to jump onto that because it's not even close. When you when you read about those times, it, it, there's no comparison at all. That just okay. none. So you even know, like the suppressing one iota, you know, even the the denying of facts and the uh, suppressing of intellectuals and science. I don't know what what the suppressing. Yeah, the, the what are you talking about? Like the the National Park Service thing, or yeah, not just that, but the uh, um, the global warming, and you know the general idea that well, that's, the global warming has always has been a subject. That's always that that's been a you know there have been opposing sides on that uh, you know for years now. You know, all right, I yeah, I could keep going, but I think, I think Tony needs deserves to to have yeah. his yeah. say in all of this. <laughs> Um, the the conservative side is against global warming, not necessarily, you know, to say it's not a thing, but, you know, the causes or whatever. But the conservative side is less uh, inclined towards global warming. We, since we've had eight years to forget about that. So he's just taking the conservative side on that one. But now we've had that eight years for it to really get implanted in everyone's head that all the stuff around global warming, I don't really want to get into that, but just now that the conservative side is back, it's like, oh, he's crazy. He's suppressing intellectuals. That That's just the side that the conservatives take in this country. And, you know, you're talking about all these things that he does. I agree with Brian. The Hitler thing is ridiculous. People are comparing him to Hitler because they hate him with much more passion. And again, this is total and totally anecdotal, totally just perception, but the people that hate Trump hate him more violent. Well, I don't want to say violently, although in some cases no, I think the words fair. have been violent. Yeah, violently. violently, passionately, vehemently than we conservatives disliked Obama. I say disliked because I'm putting myself into it. I didn't mm. hate Obama. Yeah. I didn't like his policies, but I'm not a, I don't want to say I'm not a hater because that's, you know, a totally different kind yeah. of thing, but um, I, I don't hate. I try not to hate, um, but you know, the the tweets, what difference does it make? I mean, I understand that it's different, and I understand that it's not presidential in people's eyes. It's not presidential because we've had this character that has been the president for however many years uh, that we've had one, and he doesn't fit that mold. So now he's sending these ridiculous tweets, and he's going after people on Twitter. He's doing the things that we do. <laughs> I mean, we, we've all either seen or done or been the victim of someone going crazy Twitter rage. He's doing what we do. So because, does that mean we're all Hitler? <laughs> well, okay, you okay. Know, he, all right. I think the Hitler the Hitler thing sort of got out of hand here. Uh, I'll tell you why <laughs> it, it 
matters to me that these things are happening. The fact that you can be the White House press secretary or any government's press liaison and present as fact things that aren't fact is one of the methods used by totalitarian regimes to push forward their agenda. So I understand that we might say, oh, but it's not the same thing. But it's hard to deny that there is a similarity here. Will you know, and and I don't think we should get lost in whether or not you know uh, uh, Trump is a mustached oh. dictator. The the, the <laughs> idea that the press secretary is saying this is not what happened when clearly it's false should be a concern to every person who values democracy. Period. Well, Pat- did, did you see what I Patrick, did there? The period. Patrick, you're so you're you're set at this base level of the last eight years with Obama and you know like you and you know many others every time you know Josh Ernest his press secretary went press secretary went up in front like everything he was saying was the truth. It wasn't always the truth. I'm not saying he was lying. And, and that's the difference. Lying, In this but, case, he yes, is I, lying. I understand the, 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 the ignite, but I said, but you're, you know, I was always skeptical. I, you know, like when Joss and Ernest, when they came up, like the whole Iran deal stuff, the the $400 million for the hostages in Iran, all that stuff leaked out little by little, all that information. And every day that, you know, Josh and Ernest was going up there, not telling the truth. He was not telling the whole but truth. Brian, you know, he was, he, he was couching it that's that's different and i hate that false equivalency it is it is different because of course you are going to have in politics you're always going to have he was he was not telling the truth about the iran deal and about the 400 million dollars they avoided saying anything about that for months you can't i was not you can't say that was not being candid you can't being for right you can't make the equivalency between uh uh, 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 diplomatic and political ramifications that force you to say things that aren't accurate in public and in private. Obviously, when you're going to have diplomatic relationships, but, that's what we expect. Well, what and, I'm and, getting, the point I'm getting but, at is but, that but, but let, let me finish. I'll, I'll, always Brian, skeptical. I'll, you know. <laughs> but you know, there no is a difference is there, between that. Skeptical. There is a you difference know. between that and saying and and announcing to everyone the sky is green today there is a line that that, yes he said said, he said it was the you're not you weren't skeptical before with obama but i was and other republicans were and and, you now you're being now you're being skeptical with them i'm still skeptical that hasn't changed but brian there's a difference between there's a difference between you know there's a line where it's it's just a, a falsehood and a whatever political game you're playing. And Tony, you're asking, did he say that? He did when he said this was the biggest attendance at a political inauguration ever. Right, that period. Was right. That was. It's that was a very wrong. demonstrable uh, falsehood. Right. That you know. So what I'm what I'm trying to say is that of course politicians. Politics are complicated and diplomatic relationships are complicated. And sometimes you do something and you do something different. And it doesn't matter whether it's Obama or Bush or 
or Clinton or Reagan, you do have to have a public persona and a, you know a public discourse and a private discourse. That's what politics is. But it, making the equivalency between this and what Sean Spicer is doing in the office of the press secretary now, or you know he's done it at least a couple of times to my knowledge, right. is is disingenuous. I th- I think. No, what what I'm saying is you have to be skeptical. You have to be skeptical no matter who's in front of that podium there for the press secretary. You always have to be skeptical. You always have to be questioning. And that's the difference a lot of people are – I think that seems to be a difference that that's going on right now. People weren't being skeptical before. So many were not being skeptical before. I was. A lot of Republicans were. And like I said, I still am. You know, I still – I read trap, other things. Brian. I don't take – yeah, huh? that's the trap. When you say, "Well, it's all lies," it's so you always have to be skeptical. No, you always I have never, I don't sometimes think it's all lies. But I'm saying you have to verify. You, you know, like I, you have to go on your own. You have to read other things. You just don't. You know, you, you take what they're saying, but you have to. You know, you can't always take it just at a hundred percent face value, can you? But I mean, of you know. course not, but it's a different issue. You're sort of talking about a different issue to the one I'm trying to put forward. And and I really think that they're different ones and you're sort of basing your conclusion from one on the other. But all right, again, Tony, uh, I think we might be eating into your, your talking well, time here. Anything okay. you want to add to this? I, yeah, I do. And I understand absolutely... Patrick, what you're saying, you're talking about, you know, politically motivated falsehoods versus just a straight up, it's the largest crowd ever. And first of all, I'll say this again, who cares? And I know you can say, well, who cares? And I've heard a lot of that. What difference does it make? Who cares who, how big the crowd was? Why is he saying that about something It makes so a difference stupid? because if he can say that about the crowd, then maybe he can say that about other things as well. Well, and that's, that brings me to my next point is if we – you know, if he's going to lie about that, I, I completely lost my point. I apologize. I guess I, I guess I might be seeing your next point, which is if it actually does matter, then we'll do something about it then. No, that that wasn't it. Okay. I was what I was getting at with the the crowd size was people are getting onto him for this little thing, but they're also creating that, right? The people that are what? um the people that are asking him, well, why are you saying that? They're also escalating it. So both sides are escalating it. He did it first, and that that's stupid. Okay? So don't think that I'm pushing that off. Mm. But the other side is also escalating it further. There's, you know, they're... Because we're so incredulous, you know? Right. Well, no, because they hate him. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Here... <laughs> The, you you sort of stopped the buck earlier when I was getting a little bit uh, uh, out of my uh, uh, comfort zone, but here the buck stops for me. It's not because they hate him. No one cared about Sean Spicer until he did that first uh, press conference. And the fact that he would use that first press conference to uh, rant about the crowd size is not... a. a, a generator of hate it's a generator of concern for 
the fourth pillar of democracy, which is a free press, and that it, 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 dy- a, a, a huge shift in the way the press, the White House manages the press, you know, going, okay, all right. Well, you misunderstood that me. I When I said okay. him, I didn't mean Sean Spicer. I meant Donald Trump. Because well, okay. I, Spicer's I representing Trump. Right. And I'm but not saying I, I don't it's think just the, all hate, but yeah. it helps. <laughs> it helps those people that really want to find every single flaw that he has, which we are finding every flaw that he has because people mm. are after every flaw. I mean, I, I feel, and perhaps rightfully so, he came out of a non-political background. He's no political experience, but we are really trying to find everything wrong with Trump that we can. And <laughs> well, it seems he's making it easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, he, well, he wears it on his, he's, he's put, he puts it right out there. You know, he is who he is. And I said earlier, I'm concerned that I am concerned, but I feel like mm. we need to give a little bit longer, let him do some more things, maybe mature a little bit. You know, we're not going to give him eight years to mature. <laughs> and I said it, um, you know, if after four years he's still doing this stuff, of course, he's not going to get reelected. I think it's entirely possible that if he matures a bit, does some good things, he'll get reelected because if, the ask left very- is causing him to get reelected with the conservatives. Just like they did before. I'll ask a They're very doing the same pro- things. Right, right. Um, I'll ask a very provocative quest- question. If he keeps doing things <laughs> like this, uh, and we get it's a ridiculous question, and we'll get to the ban in a second because that's much more interesting. But just for fun, if he ge- he keeps <laughs> doing things like this, and let's say in a parallel universe you had uh, the re-election that came up, and Hillary Clinton was his opponent <laughs> again. <laughs> Just for fun, would you vote for Trump or would you vote for Clinton? You know, if he kept doing all of those things we're describing as concerning to you guys. Still none (laughs) of the above. Okay, Tony? If he continued doing the things that he's done thus far, I would still vote for him. Yes. Okay. All right. I think that was one of the things about the election I think a lot of people missed was just the, uh, the, uh, the people that just the total dislike of Hillary. It was, right, right. it was vastly underestimated. <laughs> okay, then another question. Let's say he uh, he is a, up against uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Bernie? <laughs> no, no. No. No, not Bernie. Zuckerberg. No, okay, no Zuckerberg. Uh, Michelle Obama. Yeah, no. No, no. okay, all right. I, I wouldn't... No, Bernie, you're not picking Bernie? Wow. I don't know, Bernie. I, you would, you you would have made it harder with Zuckerberg, Patrick. I mean, uh, honestly. I said Zuckerberg, <laughs> but... Uh... I know, so I didn't get a chance. I, you know, I don't, I'd have to look at his stances on the issues that are important to me, but that mm. would have been a harder decision than Michelle Obama or Hillary. Mm. I still think Bernie okay. would have would have made it a tougher race. But you wouldn't vote for I Bernie, don't. Brian. I wouldn't have voted for him, but, you know, I would have yeah. been kind of like, Eh, you know, he's president. Eh, you know. <laughs> um, I think right. Trump would have rolled Bernie. What, Tony? Pardon? I think Trump would have rolled Bernie. There wouldn't have been any, it wouldn't even been so. as close as it was. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it would have been a lot closer. Mm. Well, okay. Last topic I did want to uh, address is the ban. 
which uh, has basically been the reason why things have exploded on Twitter. And certainly, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of this myself, even from uh, good old Europe here. Um, so everyone knows what the ban is. Uh, I think the thing that concerns me the most is, and tell me if I'm wrong, but it seems like it is illegal to outright ban uh, people for being from one religion and as yes. squirmy as they're making it you 100%. know it it is they're saying you can't come from these countries which are uh you know muslim right. majority countries except if you're not from the religion of the you know the official government religion which is islam so in effect however you try to 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 spin it you're telling people you can't come into this country if you're from these and you're Muslim. Um, this is deeply concerning to me because of the immigration aspect of things and humanitarian. And even more than this, for what it is for what it means for America, you know, to me mm -hmm. as a foreigner, as someone who was taken in, it, well, for different reasons in France after fleeing a warring country, uh, Lebanon, with right. my family. Um, America, and not just that, but America has always been the beacon of acceptance and immigration, you know, and, and, and tolerance and the melting pot. And the idea that you can be great no matter where you come from and we will welcome you in our midst. And, you know, the, the, the gift that we gave you with Lady Liberty has, you know, give me your meek and your blah, blah, blah. Is it Lady? Is, is that what it is on um, Ellis Island? And anyway. your weak, huddled masses. Right. And, and this is a, a stab in the soul of the American spirit for me, or at least to, for, I, I'm going to speak for myself. I tweeted this at some point. I, I said, I could never have imagined in a million years, that America would do something like this. And on one hand, the, the government is doing it, so it expresses the will of the people. And on the other hand, um, to, to address what you were talking about, Tony, earlier, saying what does it matter, you know, why are you, what are you trying to achieve by demonstrating? On the other hand, the response of a lot of the public, which has been at the very least very concerned and at the uh, uh, most outraged and going down to demonstrate tells me that at least a portion of America does not accept that this is what America stands for. Um, so this is my, the way I look at it. And I'm, I'm sad. I'm honestly sad for what it says about America. I'm disappointed. I'm, uh, you guys, after having saved us, you know, a couple of times and having and being that ideal that we love Save to hate first. sometimes, you know, it, <laughs> it, it it's like, yes, America, you do this, you do that. There's this, that, but there is somewhere a moral ideal that you have in your DNA that we can look up to, even if you, no one stands up, you know, up to it, you know, all the time. And another aspect of it, and I'm going to give uh, Tony a chance to talk here and maybe put you a little bit on the spot, but I think it's fair. Um, uh, the, the, the other thing that, that uh, surprises me or even shocks me is the Christian values 
that are of uh, tolerance and acceptance and of uh, uh, helping the poor, taking your neighbor in if he needs to, if he needs help and all of those things. It's very hard for me to reconcile all of this with the conservatives that claim to be Christians and that still say, well, you are a war-torn country, we don't want you here. Um, so I'm sure, you know, I don't know what your stance is on this specifically. I mean, you said it was not going about it correctly, but that was a big rant. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? Well, okay, so there's a few interesting points in there. First of all, let's let's talk about the Christian aspect. I don't think there's any doubt that the Christian way is to help people in need. That's that's obvious. Now, I read an article yesterday that was talking about what the Bible really says about you know, taking in refugees. And I don't know that I agree entirely with the article, but it basically boiled down to, you know, the, the story of the Good Samaritan. Uh, he helped the person that uh, they, you know, had philosophical disagreements with. But he didn't take him into his home. And I'm not saying, don't, don't jump all over me. He helped him. He gave him money. He provided aid for him. He took him to I'm restraining end, myself right now. Way. I Thank don't know you. if you can hear but me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I can practically feel it. Right. Um, but the, the, but going, I said I didn't necessarily agree with that. But at the same time, I, I feel like the optimal solution here is not an outright ban. It's just getting our procedures in order. Now, the vetting. Do we want to help people? I, I Full disclosure, I have very little contact with people from any foreign nation. The most contact I have is right now with you, Patrick, and when I go to conferences for my work. That's that's it. There's there's just not that many um, people that have immigrated or you know around right, right, me right. where I am in the country. Um, so that I'm sure I'm skewed somewhat on that. But I am I would be okay with us taking people in. But I think that we have to one know who we're taking in so that it's safe and two have a method for accommodating those people that isn't just a drain. And I, I'm going to sound bad, but just, you know, a pumping money into economy? them. On a, yeah, exactly. Um, from the government or what have you. And, but that those are the issues to me. And, I, I do think it's important to help. Now, this ban that we're talking about, there's a reason, of course, that these countries have been chosen. First of all, contrary to They don't to have businesses Turkey's, with Trump? Isn't no, that, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> that is exactly what I was going to say. It's only 90 you. day ban. It's only a 90 days. First, yes, that's correct. But secondly, it has nothing to do with Trump. Trump, they chose the countries that Obama created a list for. That was a list that Obama created as far as nations. Uh, a list of nations. what? Uh, I, I don't know. Is it hostile nations or nation like uh, yeah, it was, it was worrisome a list of nations. nations? Yeah, exactly what it was. It was, it was the nations that were 
top in security concerns. Yes. So Obama created that list, not Trump. So it has nothing to do with Trump's business dealings or America's business dealings. Well, maybe it did under Obama. But if you want to blame someone for the list, it's Obama's list. But also, let's let's be realistic. You know, the danger that we're seeing and. I'm not naive enough to think that every person coming over here is a terrorist. That's stupid. Uh, but the reason that they're putting the ban in, or the temporary ban into place is for, for security purposes. The reason that we have security worries is because of terrorist activities. And the terrorist activities are coming from ex- Muslim extremists. Not all Muslims, please don't get me wrong. But that's, I mean, so there are reasons for these things to happen. But and I, the, 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 yeah, go ahead. The terrorist activity that we've seen in the past, you know, 20 years came from people from countries that are not included in the ban. So I don't get how this makes sense. Were some of the attacks in France by refugees? No, I don't think so. Not refugees. Okay. But well, I right, suspect sorry, yeah. that these countries are just a start. <laughs> you know, and I'm not of a, a full on ban. I, sus- I I hope. Let's say this. I hope that when this all settles out, that we will have still have immigration. We will still be taking in some refugees, but. The you process want them vetted. will be vet. Yeah, they will be vetted. Extreme I vetting. Want to, I <laughs> Aren't want they to already vetted though? Aren't they already yes, they very are. much vetted? Oh yeah, two years. So and and I mean, it. All right, uh, yeah, I'll, Brian. I'll, Brian, what what do you think of this? Yeah, well, like I said I'd be earlier, I think I I take a hundred percent what the Wall Street Journal said yesterday in editorial on that. Uh, it was a blunderbuss uh, approach, and 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 in my knowledge of immigration law, is that they have. I mean, I didn't understand the 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 need for the executive order because the president and the executive branch, that's their purview is, is letting whoever they want to come in. You know, there are certain rules, but I mean, when it comes to security concerns, they are. The president doesn't need an executive order to say, hey, we need to look at these people from this country uh, maybe a little bit closer. It doesn't take an executive order to do that. It doesn't take a, a ban. And, and also that we're, we're at a I think we're at a height like different from like, you know, because, you know, Jimmy Carter had a travel ban with the Iran after 79. Well, that makes different. sense to me. Yeah, oh, hold, on, hold, on. Sense, yeah. hold on. Hold on. That makes sense to me because we don't ha- we didn't have the resources that we have now. Now we do have the resources for like people from Sudan, Iraq, uh, you know, uh, the other countries or, you know, Syria. We have the resources to be able to vet them. And if we can't establish their bona fides, then we don't let them in. You know, they don't get the visa. That's already in place now. I, I, and then and then the whole thing with the permanent residents, uh, you know, the green card holders holding the I-551. Oh, that not was. Letting them in. That was. Well, and then they changed that. Yes, thankfully. I, I saw that how, earlier, but that was, I, I, I think, what got I didn't understand that at all because, they, well, because that's different. They have legal status in the United States. Yeah. You can't just say no to letting them in. They already have legal status. They've already gone through a process. I mean, it's believe me, it's a process for someone to get 
uh, to get an I five five one. It ain't easy, you know. So I, that's why I understand like the whole blunderbuss, the whole rollout. It was just ridiculous in my my eyes because I'm like, you, they already have those tools available. If if someone's a real security concern, they can just say no. We're not letting you in. That that's always been in the purview. So you know, don't you, I, I think there's a little s- bit of overreaction, but you know, I, I understand it. You know, but don't you don't you see how to people who are concerned and maybe looking for things that go wrong in this presidency when they see things like this? Oh, it's terrible. It, it's it's yeah, it <laughs> easy, but not uncalled for and i'm talking to tony as well here it's not uncalled for it's not because we hate him but it it's easy to go holy crap what are you doing this is deserve all the criticism on this definitely yeah it was just so badly done you Mm -hmm. know and then the whole thing then you have like the uh you know the uh the uh the acting attorney general turned on and it was it was just so badly done. I and mean, she's not gonna defend it in court, and then they fire her, and it's like, well, you know what, you the administration put all those pieces into play. You know, they they could have they didn't set it up. They just it's like they rolled it out like last second. And it, mm. and like so little thought seems to be put have been put into it. Um Can we I talk the, about that for just a moment, the yeah, attorney general thing? Um, I saw a lot, a ton of backlash over that, over her getting fired for, quote, insubordination. The opinion of the law, of, of the people that, you know, lawyers, people that stay the law, are, seems to be that that was correct. That she didn't have a leg to stand on for what she was doing with what is under her purview and she was being insubordinate, and that well, of course she, she was. should have she was done. Grandstanding, but they put her in a position where she could do that. That's the whole. That was the problem. That was the. You know, I, it's like, I would even say. I would even say it's not just that she she could do that. I think she was put in a position where you have to make a choice, as you were saying, uh, Brian. There is already the me- the mechanics, the administrative mechanics right. to do what this was aimed for, and by doing yeah, it, but- you're you're making people have to choose basically. And yeah, but she's if you an attorney, she's an yeah. attorney. She get that choice. You have to defend your client. Her client was, you know, the president or the United States of America. She doesn't have I d- that. I choice. think her client is the legal system and in no, this case that's not if how the, it works patrick the client is the united states government all right that's okay. how the attorney general works but uh like i said they put her in a well, position where she could do that i mean it was all on them i, but, I don't blame okay, her let, let me get to the, to the to the end of my thought process here i'm the, sorry the reason why this is so upsetting for many people is that the 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 logic of all of it is difficult to justify for all the reasons you said Brian but even beyond this there is a point when you're talking about ideas and laws and and legal processes and that these things express an intent and i'm going to get a little bit uh, uh not religious but maybe mystical here uh, express an intent from your soul, from your moral compass. And 
in this case, what this expresses is, uh, you know, xenophobia and 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 something that you know, if you if you, it's basically a moment where you're asked by circumstances to make a choice, and either you approve of it or you don't and there kind of isn't really a middle ground and if you don't it's kind of hard to say yeah i don't really like this but eh, it doesn't really matter some things do matter very much and i i'm not a hundred percent sure we're there yet because they thankfully reverted that horrendous uh uh you know green card and and dual resident dual citizen uh decision people who have lawful right to enter the country are allowed again um but so it's so this sort of pushes me over the okay it still bothers me very very much but i don't know that this is a hundred percent unacceptable but still it, it in this situation where you are seeing people with green cards being denied entrance in the country right th- at that point you're like well, you know what? I don't care about anything else. F you. You're 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 that's it. You're gone. I don't I I am against you now, right? And I I guess my question to you guys would be, do you understand that sentiment that there is a point where nothing else matters? If you do something, then the other things don't make up for it. You you're lost to me. And and to to uh, uh, yeah i'll 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 just say one more thing please keep in mind that for all of the ranting that i've been doing now i really do try really hard and i think i achieve this idea that i'm i'm going to try and look at things objective things objectively and look at everyone's ideas and and stay not neutral but objective on many things so i'm taking this stance from i hope an objective point of view and it would be if we started talking about uh uh extreme communists that we have here in in europe or even in france as well i might be just as forceful so this is not about right or left this is about principle so yeah that that idea that at some point nothing the other things don't matter but that thing is what i stand on um what do you guys think i guess tony you have a a a comparable situation here yeah i I understand exactly what you're talking about because i'm in the exact same boat with my uh religious ideals so yeah i and i don't fault you for your misguided ways patrick that's fine (laughs) Um, (laughs) very generous of you yeah, well, I'm a generous guy, but no, I I understand where people are coming from. Uh, there are certain things that you just hang your hat on, and that's the thing that you've got to stick with. And I'm the same way, so I get it. But isn't uh, racism I, one of them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be racist at all. Um, but don't you think this is a a, a very I don't want to say doesn't that seem racist to you what's happening now it's it's walking the line is it absolutely you know I, I was thinking about this last night when I was trying to think about what in the world I was going to say on this thing today and mm-hmm. 
I don't know what they're thinking. I could I could speculate that when they do the temporary ban on Muslim countries, that they're really trying to ban Muslims. I could I could speculate that just like you could, and a lot of people have. Gone you, you don't to that think place. that's the case? Well, they're obviously not banning Muslims. It's not a ban on Muslims because there's many other countries with Muslims that are allowed to come. So, <laughs> but they're know, both the banning only Muslims law, from no. that country, from those countries. I'm sorry, if you're if you're a Christian or a Jew or let's say an agnostic person, you can come in. It's only for for Muslims who live in those countries. Which, by the See, way, if we're I'm, trying to fight terrorism, first of all, as we said, they they might come from other countries, but okay, the the Obama uh, thing, but they could just say, "I'm not a Muslim," or I guess there might be vetting. I don't know, but yeah, the, it is Muslims, <laughs> isn't it? Right. But I'm showing my ignorance here because I was not aware country. of that particular thing. Uh, I Maybe was I'm not wrong. aware that, uh, and I don't know. You know, in today's news ways. Mm. Who knows? But I didn't know that. That's if that's fact, the case, that's facts wrong. Matter. That's uh, wrong if that's the case. Brian, can you maybe I'll try to look it up, but I was pretty sure this is the case that if you're not of the country's official religion, then you're exempt from the ban. I'll try to look it up, but tell yeah, me with if some, that's... yeah, there's some there's a minority exceptions, I guess, um from that, but would it just be Yeah, but then you then I'm starting to think, yeah, like you, I'm kind of thinking, well, does that include Sunnis and Shias? So if Shias no, are the minorities, does that include them? No, they're Muslims. They're, I think it's yeah. Or yeah, no, I they're Muslims. Know. But I'm just saying. But that's a. But they can be a minority, right? And, right. You know. And I think they a, did it for Christians. Is the way I I look at it. But, well, yeah, the thought like, process yeah. be that those people are persecuted in a Muslim nation. That <laughs> um, that kind that, of like refugees. Well, religious refugees. Kind, I guess, but you know, it's not like well, they are. It's not like the, the the thing that that is striking is that there are many people who are victims of what's happening in those countries. And anyway, so okay, Tony, I think including Muslims, yeah, include yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But um, so if well, like uh, like you had like I saw with our our friend Turkey, he uh, he put a video on uh, on Twitter. Uh, I think it was last month or maybe earlier this month. And it was uh, it was a shootout with two ISIL or Daesh uh, people, like and like a few blocks from where he lives, and had a shootout with a cop, you know, with a cop, like, and it was like right there, mm-hmm. you know, someone had a video, and it was like right there in in the middle. I think it's you know he lives in Jeddah or what, right? He, Riyadh, uh, Riyadh, Riyadh. It was right there in Riyadh, you know. So you know, it's the terrorism or the Islamists, you know, they're you know, of course they hit. Muslim, other fellow Muslims more than they hit, you know, course, yeah. uh, other but, uh, religions. So, okay. Um, but yeah, That's so what I'm saying me, that the, the ban, I mean, the one thing we can look, maybe the, the, the thing you can look for, uh, look at the, you know, the ban is that it's, it's supposed to only be for 90 days. So, you know, I, okay. it's not forever. But so I guess there it, are, there are a couple of things here. First, if, the 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 non-Muslim uh, residents of those countries are allowed into the country. That would bother you, Tony, is my understanding. Well, I'll check yes. that. Um, and the other thing is the ninety days. If it gets expanded, that I'm guessing that would would bother 
both of you as well. Um, yeah, like I said, like I agree. Like I said, I don't, I don't see the need for it at all. I don't see a need for the, the ban, just because we already have the tools available to discriminate for security reasons. There's, you know, hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm trying to look it up as I'm doing this, and I'm pretty sure Please. there are exceptions. Um, yes, we need are. a so, chat room, Patrick. If we had a chat room, <laughs> we already know the answer. <laughs> um, right, but. Um, Okay, uh, Brian, what did you uh, c did you want to say something about my heart wrenching? Uh, you know, there is one point at which things, other things, don't matter, but that thing you stand on, Rand. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I agree with the on the ban. I mean, I just think that uh, I mean we should. I guess maybe one of my little things uh, about the. Um, Like I said, the, the with the Syrian refugees, and you know, believe me, I, I want our country to help, and I, you know, I think there are legitimate security concerns. But like I said, we're, we have the ability to to vet people and let them in, and uh, we should be doing that. I mean, we're a big country, you know, we got a lot to lot to give, you know, we got a lot more room. Um, so I, I'll go off in a little bit of a a little bit off the, the path, uh, just to kind of be a little more a devil's advocate. Uh, one of my, one of the interesting things I find about the, uh, concern about the re refugees is that it seems kind of like, you know, Europe really took it on the chin and they've been taking in a lot of refugees and, uh, you know, and when Obama was president, uh, you know, there wasn't a lot of criticism on him about taking in refugees and, And then like the, you know, and then doing much about, you know, Syria anyway, you know, I just find that, you know, he kind of got a, it seems like to me, he kind of got a free pass and all that, or to a certain degree, you know, the whole red line thing that came to nothing. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, I was always kind of like, uh, for me, I always wanted like no fly zones in Syria, you know, I wanted, you know, at, at a minimum, you know, set something up like that. And, uh, you know, there wouldn't be as much of a, a refugee crisis as there is now yeah well yeah maybe um that we get into a whole lot a yeah, whole different conversation <laughs> but you know what saddens me the most is that the way i look at it and maybe that's naive but the way i look at it this is terrorism achieving its goals because as I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but maybe I have. Um, we in France have been hit by terrorism as much as, you know, anyone, at least in number of attacks. Uh, That's been and, terrible. And in the U.S., you've had the biggest one. Clearly, 9-11 was a tragedy, a tragedy of unspeakable proportions. But ultimately, the death toll of terrorism in the west and i'm not talking about the real victims you know if we're talking numbers which is the muslim countries but Correct. in the west we have a few thousand deaths over let's say a decade or two which is i don't want to diminish that but i don't think you are the the length to which we're going to try and prevent terrorism 
are what terrorism is hoping to happen, in my opinion. And I'm not only talking about the constant concern and worry and fear, but also these kinds of decisions that I think weigh on the souls of nations and on the souls of uh, uh, citizens, because it's, it's, again, about choices. At some point, you have to decide, am I going to be taken up and eaten alive by that fear and make decisions that are contrary to my ideals? Maybe ideals are different everywhere, but I, I like to think that all of us, no matter the political creed or or religious uh, opinions, are we strive for, you know, uh, uh, generosity and I'll, I'll just say goodness. We want people to be good. And that's not a, a leftist, naive way of looking at things. I think even, you know, everyone on the political spectrum, ultimately, we want things that we believe are good. No one wants things that are bad. And I think everyone would agree that intolerance is on the undesirable side of, of uh, moral decisions. And this seems to veer more towards intolerance. And even if you agree that it's a necessary evil, I think it's still a something that you look at and think, ah, you know, it's, it's bad, but we have to do it. And for what? Let's look at things objectively. For what? Yes, a few thousand tragic, horrible, concerning deaths that we do have to do something about. We do have to do a lot about. That travel ban isn't... I, I mean, it's it, the, more vetting, maybe? I, don't, I really don't think so, but let's say we're gaining a tiny bit of increased security. I really right. think we're losing something far more important right. here. And do you see it? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And I mean, we're doing the same thing in France. I'm not in in that general sense. I'm not throwing, you know, I'm not pointing my finger to America only. It's the example here, but we're doing the same thing everywhere. And it's it is the goal of terrorism. Terrorism terrorizes us. It's in the name into losing our souls. And the reason we're so all so frustrated and alarmed um, and, you know, express our frustration on Twitter, Tony, you were talking about, is that we feel we are, as countries, are, are na as nations, losing our, our souls, losing our way and allowing those terrorists to, to win the moral fight that is the real fight we're fighting. I, I'm getting a little bit. Well, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think. You're, I mean, I. I think. But I think I hear part of what you're saying is that uh, I think the the ban generated as much fear and concern as it was supposed to allay. You know, <laughs> it was. You know, there was that was the problem with it. I think, and like I said, I'm like, and I, and there really, like I said, in my mind, there was no need for it. I mean, it was. Now you got people, I mean, you have people who are concerned because they just don't know because, you know, because of the way they rolled that out. You don't know. You don't know 100%. Like, you know, I was just uh, looking at my Twitter and 
you know, this actress I follow, she's from Canada and she's a little bit concerned, you know, is it, you know, you know, is it justified? Well, yeah, to a degree. Yeah. I mean, what do you know? You know, how, how do you know what's going to happen? You know, uh, that's why, you know, that rollout of the travel ban and, you know, things have to be done a certain way, you know, and, uh, to keep that <laughs> happening. Yeah. Mm. Tony, any, I'm, I'm, I'm going to end, uh, my contributions here. I'm going to try and, and give both of you guys the final word. Um, so yeah, uh, either in relation to my very naive and easy rant, uh, I did just now or to anything else. Um, what do you want to end with Tony? Uh, I just, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. You, you've got and a, a lot of um, more liberal people. I, I think it was on an episode of the Phileas Club. Maybe it was Wendy was talking. I could be completely butchering who or where I heard this was talking about the difference between uh, liberals and conservatives. Liberals are more concerned with empathy and conservatives are more concerned with justice. And, uh, you know, there's absolutely some and maybe that's ringing a bell to you i don't know but there's absolutely something to that uh you know and i feel your empathy towards all these people and the the idea that you just want to help people and, and that's I, it's not important. that i want to help people it's that i want to define who i am as a moral person right well you know, you know When you're talking about morals, I, you know, I have a very specific set of morals as well. And, you know, I try to live by those. I don't want to be racist. I don't want to be sexist. But I also don't want, and I say but, I'm not saying this counteracts those <laughs> things. But um, how about I just say I also want to live by the biblical morals that I try to live by. And, you know, There, so that's difficult. It's not difficult for me, but it's becoming more difficult in our nation because, and I, that's what I was talking about earlier. I'm encouraged by some of the things that I've seen because I feel like perhaps those that moral compass that I use, and yes, this is about me right now, um, will be directed back to the way that I feel that it should be. Um, I'm hoping at least that that happens. So. Okay. Um, yeah, I understand what you're saying about different morals. I was trying to, and I do want to say one thing about justice. Uh, again, in my neck of the woods, I'm considered a rather right-wing leaning person. And I do understand the, value of strength. I think it is incredibly important. And I think in many situations, in many countries, in many contexts, there is a lack of that. And that leads to very concerning situations as well. So I don't want to make it, shut up, Siri, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't even call your name. Um, that leads to a uh, very concerning situations but you need i i think you need both and this feels like it's going 
overboard in one direction. Anyway, I, I could go on. I'm not going to because I said I wouldn't and I shouldn't. Brian. So we didn't even talk about Russia yet. <laughs> oh, well, I think we kind of did, but we didn't need to when we were talking about a few things. Um, no, let's not we talk get another about hour Russia. in on that. Let's, let's not. Let's not. It will be another one, another special. Did you see that they... Okay, never mind. The, the sky that was... No, no, no. Let's not. Let's not. Brian, last... last you, you can finish that ep this episode. Um... Yeah, I um let's see. What did we not cover? No, I mean uh, a conclusion. Let's let's wrap it up. If there is anything okay. you want to say um, you know, in in final words for the show. Let's see. Um I would just I guess uh I'm just taking uh Trump a little bit at a time. You know, I want to see where it's going to go. I'm um, not completely happy how it's been things have been ham handled, but um, I'm just trying to take it one thing at a time. I, I don't think hyperbole by either side is really really helps things. You know, uh, I don't see Trump starting a nuclear war or, or ordering the military to shoot U.S. citizens and you know <laughs> all that stuff. No, I've literally said. I mean, there some prominent celebrities have been saying tweeting that on Twitter. They've, you know, and it's just kind of like, okay, you know, <laughs> let's, let's, you know, take a breath, uh, you know, I, you know, because there are so many salient things you can criticize Trump on, but that's not one of them. You know, it's yeah. like, there's a lot of reasons you can criticize Trump for. And that's what uh, we're trying to do. It's criticizing right. things or critiquing things rather in that right. are, you know, that are a little bit more coherent. Then, because we all know that shooting U.S. citizens that you know are uh, Muslims and blacks is step four in his program to overtake the U.S. So we're not there yet. We have time. It's fine. Yeah, just a that little will bit. be episode, uh, you know, eighty, eighty-nine. <laughs> we we'll, we still have time. Well, I mean, like I said, I just I you know it, it was this. Uh, Let's be reasonable. Is your message? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, but like I thing, I, I get why people don't like him. I mean, I don't, you know, someone says they don't like Trump. I'm like, okay, I get it. I mean, I, I don't, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm skeptical. I'm still skeptical. When Sean Spicer goes up there, I'm skeptical, you know, but I've always, you know, that, but that's the way I've been. I've been, I was skeptical, you know, like I said, when uh, Obama was in, I was skeptical, you know, uh, I think, like I said, what I was trying to get to earlier was that, you know, like I said, a lot of Republicans, we've always been skeptical. And like now you got a lot of people, you know, they've had, uh, you know, they've been on vacation eight years for the last eight years. And now it's like, oh, wait a minute. You know, it's like you should have been skeptical the whole time. You know, you just, you know, I'm not and saying you don't think it's different the government. You don't think hmm? it's different? You don't think it's oh, no, like think another it's level? No, no, I, I think it's different. I think it okay. is different. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's the same thing. I, I mean, but I mean, because I mean, look at it. I mean. Two weeks in, <laughs> this is <laughs> that was no honeymoon all right. at all. Goodness gracious, you know, <laughs> like you well, know. So okay, let's uh, let's see what happens in you know another few months, and uh, maybe we'll reconvene and listen to this episode and and critique ourselves see and, where we're at. Yeah, yeah, see where we're at, and and maybe have a laugh at. Me, hopefully, 
or a cry at everything else. I really hope that I'm over-dramatizing everything. I, I hope so. We'll see. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if it got to that point where you're in a, six months from now, you know, if I, if I said, F him. F him. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Well, I hope not. I hope, I hope th- not it doesn't too, get yeah. to that point. I hope Tony yeah, is so. still getting, you know, the reasons he voted for it are, to me, you know, I, I disagree with the uh, the policies, but I really hope that those are the worst things we're going to see from my point of view. And it's not going to be things that Tony thinks are unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> because if we I get think there, I really, I really feel Patrick. You know, I'm basing this on gut feeling, what have you, that it's going to be okay. Right. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Well, let's hope we can discuss things in a few months, maybe on Twitter or maybe here, and uh, think and say, you know what, Tony, you were right. Let's let's well, I, hope. That's usually how it goes. I think we're going <laughs> to still have the missteps. Uh, I think. What will save him is if he, if he gets the economy going, then uh, that will save him. I Yeah. You know, I really think he's just a, a clown and there's no ul- ulterior motive agenda behind it in the sense that I hope he's just... Anyway, all right, let's not launch into that whole well, I would just keep in mind what I, what I said at the beginning of the show about what Robert Gates said about how it's, it's you know, like He's I said, it's like two parallel time. worlds, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, let's, it's possible. I mean, again, I'm on the verge of being like really, cons- not like, I don't know. I don't know. I've I've talked about this for an hour and a half. If you don't know where I'm, where I stand from yeah. all of this, if you hey, don't, don't know where you. all of us stand, um, yeah. Um, all right, that is going to do it for us. Before we go, um, do you guys want to say where people can find you on the internet? It's fine if you don't want to advertise anything, but if you do, uh, Tony, you go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. I got some good feedback. Uh, last time i was on this show and i that was probably more controversial than this one even so uh you can find me on twitter at tony staley uh not been quite as active lately i go through ups and downs on twitter so i'm probably due to be a little more active soon cool uh thank you and brian what about you um i'm at behess on twitter uh if you're interested um and uh i guess the only thing I wanted to kind of mention is that I'm in I'm reading the Fall of the Third Republic, uh, the French Third Republic by William Shire, and uh, I'm enjoying it. So if anybody's interested, uh, pick it up. If you like the Rise and Fall of the Third Reich, uh, <laughs> read this. It, it's very interesting. I, I he gives a lot of background though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you very much, Brian. Uh, the Fall of the Third Republic. Uh, what's the name of the author? William Shire, he he wrote the uh, Rise and Fall of the Third Reich. And if you haven't read that, that's another one that's a great read. There you go. Um, Thank you very much to both of you. And I do want to reiterate uh, the fact that I'm thankful you guys come on this show. Uh, 
I, it's certainly, I, I mean, I don't know, but I'm guessing it's an audience that is probably a little bit more uh, left-leaning than uh, what your usual circles are. Um, but as always, this this show is uh, about listening to people. Even when I rant, I'm the most important part isn't Patrick ranting. The most important part is the other people uh, feeling like they can express what they think and what they feel because if we don't hear other people in a relatively um, a safe environment, I hate to say this, but a safe space or at least a, a reasonable discussion forum, then there's no way anything can work. So right. hopefully... This I'm just sorry I, I wasn't able to uh, bust turkey's chops. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, he, I'm sure, would have been happy to bust yours as well. Oh, yeah. um, it yeah. will happen at some point in the future. <laughs> um, and I, so for me, it's not Patrick on Twitter, not Patrick on Facebook, and uh, not uh, the, the Phileas Club on Patreon. And uh, talking about the response from the community after uh, the previous show uh, that we posted on Saturday, I got a message from Tyler on Twitter, uh, which really got me like it hit me in the feels uh he was listening to the show on saturday and he was in his car and he stopped the car and recorded a message he sent to me on twitter i think i'm gonna append it uh at the end of this show because i i might not have said it before but this show is really difficult it's really hard to do um intellectually i'm not ashamed to say this it's really uh, the toughest show I do. And it doesn't have the biggest following. Uh, you know, it's less politics and, and these kinds of things are less sexy than uh, tech and, and, and gaming. But the response I get from the community is making it entirely worth it. Because in this environment of intense craziness and anger and outrage which is sometimes justified sometimes not and i'm talking about the u.s france and other countries as well having managed to to have carved out a little space where the community is uh is you know uh, uh bienveillant we say in french like is looking out for everyone like in a positive manner even when we disagree is incredibly precious to me so and tyler basically expressed this in a way that was incredibly rewarding so thank you very much tyler i'll put the message at the end and more broadly wherever you stand thank you everyone for listening to this show thank you for making the community alive and active and uh looking out for everyone no matter where we we're from ultimately i think we are uh we mean well in everything we do and that's the most important thing so thank you very much for listening we'll be back with another episode probably at the end of the month i certainly hope we're not uh having to buy canned goods and bottled water to survive the apocalypse by then see you then Hey, Patrick, um, just wanted to say that, you know, 
Today was one of the toughest days of the uh, Trump administration for me um, with the Muslim ban and everything. And getting out of my house and seeing that, you know, the new podcast was up for Phileas Club, um, putting that on in my car as I drove to do errands, um, really kind of turned my day around. And I think that we have to all do more to support each other and to support podcasts like yours in times like this, because that's where a lot of us are getting our energy from. Um, you know, you read Twitter and, and you see, hey, you, go, you go on YouTube as well, and you see so many comments that are very abusive, and um, it, it, it makes you pretty sad about the state of things right now. Um, but listening to productive and uh, and engaging podcasts like yours is um, what's helping a lot of us right now. And so I wanted to let you know that. And um, I wanted to do more than just sending you a tweet to say that. Um, and I think that everybody should be doing something like that. Okay, thanks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.